Welcome to Launch Your Practice, the show that helps therapists build a thriving private practice. I'm your host, Megan Hamilton, and each week I'll be sharing insights and strategies to help you grow your business and achieve financial success. Running a business is not something that we're taught in school, so I've created this podcast to help you learn and avoid some of the sidesteps and mistakes I have made to help you build a profitable private practice. So if you're ready to transform your business, join me on this journey to building a profitable private practice. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hi friends, it's Megan here with Launch Your Practice. I'm doing something a little bit different today and I'm responding to a question that somebody sent me on Instagram and requested that I speak on. Of course, I am so appreciative when people reach out to me as I'm delighted to answer questions and help people in everyday situations and unique situations. So a bit about the question that I was asked is, how can I engage or respond to clients in a responsible way and communicate with past clients when I have been away from my private practice? In this case, it was several years due to some leaves that they had that they took away from their private practice. So, you know, this is a I guess a somewhat unique circumstance because it's often uncommon for people to step away for such an extended period of time. But ultimately, whether you're away for six months or one year or two years or whatever the case might be, you know, I like to think that communicating with clients that we've returned to our private practice is important and it can be done in a way that is kind and non-salesy and ethical to communicate that you're back in business and that you've returned to your practice. So I, I would like to think that in this case, there had been an autoresponder on the email, a banner on the website. These clients would have already been communicated with prior to the leave itself, but Ultimately, sometimes we don't know when we're going to be returning to work. So periodically during that three-year period, it would be very reasonable to send an update, maybe refresh a resource list that you could share. Potentially, you could do like a quarterly or twice a year, send an update or an article that you might want to share just to maintain some of the contacts with those clients. But I do think that it's completely appropriate and okay as you're gearing up to return to work, that you are sending an update as to your plans to return back to office and plans to return back to your private practice. I would actually say that re-engaging in service would be a loss to your clients if you were to decide not to tell them. So now the the follow-up questions to that are, how can I go about doing this? So you know, we don't need to pick up the phone and call every client. What we can do is send an email to our clients. One caveat here is we would be communicating with clients who have opted into being notified of our return. So ideally you would have hopefully planned that you were going to be returning to work and you would have collected consents or just some kind of an opt-in form that you can email ahead of time that outlines that, yes, I do wish to be notified. Many therapists do collect emails for marketing purposes through their software. I know for my own group practice, we do this and we have changed the language on our software. And of course we use Jane app and that language shares 
shares specifically, do you wish to sign up for regular updates, community events, and group offerings with our collective or something to that effect? So it does not say, hey, do you want to sign up for email marketing? Because ultimately, very few people do. And on a quarterly basis, we will send bonus sessions we're offering or groups that we're running, book clubs, those kinds of things. So this is an opportunity for you to customize your software to encourage people to opt in for those, that email communication. And this would have been a perfect example, you know, returning to work after an extended leave. You could definitely send an email out to your email subscribers. And again, when people are opting in, they are providing consent for that communication. So I know that many therapists that I speak to say, oh, it kind of feels a little icky or a little pushy or salesy. And, you know, I I don't think we're crafting the emails to say, I'm returning to work, you have to book in. You know, that's not the type of dialogue that we're engaging in. It's just very kind, warm notice to say, I am returning to office. I'm offering an opportunity to my existing clients or previous clients to book in. And, you know, here are my hours and here's how you can reach me. Here's any changes to my practice. And if you don't wish to book at this time, I hope that you're doing really well. So there's nothing that needs to be salesy or pushy about that communication. And I think sending a one-time email sharing that you're returning to office is very reasonable. And, you know, ultimately many clients, if they were working with you prior to your leave will probably want to return to see you and or will benefit from knowing that you're back in the office because then they might be able to share with friends, families, neighbors that you are back in session and accepting clients again. And this would be a major benefit for those people and your community. So again, thank you so much for your question. I'm always accepting questions that I would like to respond to on the podcast. This is really valuable information and sometimes tricky questions and circumstances to navigate. And this is exactly why I love participating in this podcast. So thank you again for your question. I hope you found the response helpful and I look forward to hearing from more questions from the rest of you. That's it for this episode of Launch Your Practice. I hope you found the information valuable and actionable. Remember, building a profitable private practice takes time, effort, and persistence. But with the right mindset and strategies, you can achieve your goals and make a real impact on the lives of your clients. If you have enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you have a moment, I would be so appreciative if you took some time to leave me a review. Your feedback helps me improve and reach more people just like you. If you have any feedback or future topic suggestions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Launch Your Practice. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in to Launch Your Practice. Until next time, keep building your dream private practice and remember to take care of yourself along the way. Oh,